Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of today's post is, This is Why We Pray. Though not terminal, the fall of America has been dramatic, perhaps as stunning as any in history. I share the following facts, not to inform you, you're already aware of them, but to remind you, it is why a merciful but difficult shaking is coming and why we find it necessary to surround America's borders with much prayer in order to protect her. Our prayers are important and effective. We are saving a nation. With this in mind, our government. Many in our government are corrupt, oppose biblical morality, are liars, and reject our godly roots. They are unpatriotic, disregard the Constitution, censor Americans they disagree with, and perse persecute parents who oppose the indoctrination of their children, favor the murder of babies in the womb, and even after birth, defend and promote the mutilation and permanent sterility of confused children. They lie about pandemics, mask children, and terminate the jobs or facilitate the termination of thousands of Americans who refuse to take untested and ineffective vaccines. They rig elections, frame presidents and their supporters, and conduct phony impeachments and hearings. They open our borders, not just to immigrants seeking a better life, but to drug dealers, terrorists, murderers, rapists, human traffickers, cartels, gang members, etc. They defund the police and use our justice system to prosecute the innocent while allowing the guilty to go free. They weaken our military by promoting insane, woke ideologies and with generals that conspire with enemy nations against our president or behind his back. They shut down the free speech of political opponents while allowing allies to burn buildings. They pass laws that promote immorality. They waste our money by the trillions of dollars. Judges, many judges disregard the Constitution by routinely legislating from the bench, making rulings based on their politics and preferences, in disregard of our history, they expelled God from our schools and government while sanctioning the murder of 60 million babies in the name of privacy. They openly reject God's word and ways, even his definition of marriage and gender. Education. Educators have neglected to teach our children math history, geography, civics, reading and writing. 
They have instead turned our schools into indoctrination centers teaching that leftist and Marxist ideologies are good while America and capitalism are evil, a false history of America that whites are bad and doctrines that undermine biblical morality, the sanctity of marriage and family, and respect for parental authority. They also now insanely and depravedly allow boys to expose themselves to girls in bathrooms and locker rooms and allow perverts and drag queens to perform for small children. Americans in general, have forgotten their history, their God, their constitution, and how to vote. They have forfeited their God-given rights, lost their love of country, and rejected patriotism. They prioritize pleasure over work, convenience over sacrifice, and self-indulgence over restraint. And they have as Lincoln said, forgotten the God that made them great. And the church. The church has stayed largely silent during this collapse, losing its savor or saltiness and shining no light. Most Christian leaders will not even speak out against killing babies in the womb. Some actually criticize those who do. Having adopted a get-along theology, believing this is love and empowers the gospel, they criticize as well those who speak out against corrupt government. In order to get along and grow churches, many refuse to teach all of Scripture mentioning nothing that might convict of or confront sin and thereby abandoning true repentance and biblical discipleship. Most of the church also abandoned prayer, favoring seeker atmospheres. The body of Christ listened to feel-good messages every Sunday, singing happy songs about God taking care of us, while the culture around them crumbled. It is tragically reminiscent of the Titanic taking on water as the band played on. Now she finds herself wondering how it all went to hell. So, to those who are praying for America, I say, thank you, you are saving a lost nation. Gina Golston, who received the dream about painting our borders and commanding the forward, posted on her Facebook page last week, as I was reading the reports of so many who are taking their place to paint the borders and command the forward, the Lord reminded me of a word he spoke to me in January of 2020. I do believe we are seeing this word unfold now. I will reveal my sent ahead ones, and they will release 
my strategy for the days ahead. I will make their voices like the sound of trumpets, each trumpet releasing a unique sound. Your voice, my voice, your voice matters. My called out ones will be alerted and drawn to the sound and my spirit will instruct them for movement. I will work a work and none will stop what I do. Thank you for continuing to paint your state. Check out some of the reports on the Paint Your Hub or Paint Your State Hub on the Given 15 website. Cece was reading through the reports today, sharing with me how this amazing grassroots effort is continuing to spread throughout the nation. Don't stop. Pray for your state, and then pray for our leaders in your state and in Washington, D.C. Your prayers are making a difference. Let's pray now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Father, your word teaches us your ways. It explains the results of walking in covenant with you, of breaking covenant with you, of obedience and disobedience. <clears throat> Pardon me. It teaches us the fruit of righteousness, the wages of sin, and carefully lays out the laws of sowing and reaping. In your word, you also explain the remedy for our sins and disobedience. This is found in the blood sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. As we identify with him, placing all of our faith in him alone, we are redeemed, made new, restored, and healed. Even the corporate sins of nations are cleansed when we do this. You have made very clear your heart of mercy and grace. You told us you do not take pleasure in judgments, even of the wicked. Instead, you delight in mercy. That's because mercy is your nature. You are merciful. Your throne is called grace. You said it dispenses mercy, telling us to come boldly and ask for this. The mercy seat in the Old Testament, covered in atoning blood, was a picture of Christ's blood-covered cross. He is our access to and our guarantee of your mercy. His blood cleanses of all sin and unrighteousness. Our faith today is in nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not good works, not the church, not other religions, not penance, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Through his blood and in his name, today we stand in the gap for America. 
apostate, rebellious, prodigal nation. Through Christ's blood and the strength of your mercy, we humbly and boldly ask for grace. Cleanse us. Heal us. Restore us that we might once again be a beacon, a nation worth emulating, a nation of strength inside and out. We thank you for protection of our nation through the blood of Jesus that is being painted onto her through prayer. We thank you for the anointing oil of Holy Spirit that not only covers our borders, but is also soaking into the soil of this nation. There, it is mixed with the oil of past generations anointing. Our prayers are causing a shaking, building pressure, and this synergistic mix of oil is about to erupt into flaming geysers of holy fire, cleansing and deliverance, salvation, restoration are coming. And nothing will stop this because the prayers will not end nor will your mercy. And our decree is that God's grace is great, abounds, and is more than sufficient. Amen. Keep crying out, keep declaring your voice matters. I'll see you tomorrow.